Ed Robertson thanking you for listening to this special Encore presentation of TV Confidential. We'll be back with a brand new edition of the program next week. If all goes well, our guests will include legendary scream queen Dee Wallace and David Koenig, author of Shooting Columbo, The Lives and Deaths of TV's Rumpel Detective. In the meantime, we'll close out this week's program by playing more of our conversation with Will Ryan and Nick Santa Maria in character as Biffle and Schuster. Will Ryan passed away November 19th at the age of 72. Hi, Peter Marshall here, and you are listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, along with Greg Garibar and our guest Will Ryan, Nick, and Maria, and Michael Schlesinger. Will and Nick are the stars, and Mike is the writer, producer, and director of The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster. And Nick and Will are here with us in character as we take a look at the rarely discussed but nonetheless fascinating television career of Biffle and Schuster throughout the 1960s and the remarkable impact the boys had on many iconic TV shows and TV moments. The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, a bona fide, authentic, and very, very funny DVD collection of 1930s comedy shorts about the greatest comedy team, Benny Biffle and Sammy Schuster, that never actually existed. You can find it now on DVD through our friends at Kino Lorber. You can oh, yeah, speaking of Rosemary, she was the one who arranged, I believe, to get you into a Hollywood square. Actually, yes, right. we shared a square. Remember that? That's right. We shared a square. In fact, we were so tightly into that square, and we stretched it out so much, it was more of an oval. No, there's not There's not a lot of room. The oval no, there's not a lot of room. No, no, no it's pretty no. dangerous getting up there, yeah. too. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're climbing down, up. Especially, especially you're, you're on, on the, the top Wednesday level. through Friday shows. Exactly. We were top left. You were. Yeah, yeah, yeah we it was were funny because you had, you both wore the the uh, the fur coat from Dicker and Dicker, Dicker and Dicker. That's of right, Beverly Hills. Of Beverly Hills. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And boy, it was hot. You know, for that gag, for that paltry laugh, we we we, we garnered Which from that they gag. Had it later, by the way. And we're sweating like pigs. You know, it was terrible. He shorted out the mic at one point. That's how it was like. <laughs> sounded like that. And I'll tell you something. It wasn't pretty. Did you get along with Paul Lind? Oh, well, Paul Lind is a nice guy until he got drunk, you yeah. know, and he got drunk quite a bit. And boy, would he get nasty. He, oh, he made some comments about my partner here. I mean, I agreed with him, but still, it wasn't nice to say it out that's, loud. That's you what, know I, what I'm that, saying? That is what I heard. Yeah, yeah. That is what I heard. How did you guys get on Love American Style? That's, that's one of the most famous episodes of the series. Oh, yeah. Well, I think somebody else was supposed to do it. Was that Victor Love Mature and the Comedy again? Duel. No, no, no. Wasn't know, that, we're, always, we're always filling in for Victor Mature. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, weird. They they think of us immediately because we're immature. So yeah, you yeah, know they yeah. they associate the two names. Yeah, Victor but Victor actually, Mature Victor type. Mature and Alan Young were supposed to be a comedy team. Yeah, of course. They, and, and naturally, Alan, and Alan Young lost his voice, which we thought was kind of coincidental yeah. because he was, he was horse. horse, right? <laughs> and he worked with a horse. That was very interesting, I thought. But we had to replace the two of them as the comedy team. Yeah. And it was very funny watching, seeing Sammy with uh, 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 Victor Mature's hair. Yeah. You know, he had a wig he had to wear. Mm -hmm. And it was a very thick and black, you know. And I had the Alan Young uh, uh, part. And then, then we were up for a, a part that ultimately went to Victor Mature. Is we were going to play Big Victor in a movie. In Head. Yeah. In Head. Yeah, the monkeys Going movies. back to the monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that's why they're giving us this episode yeah. sort of to make up for yeah. the fact that we couldn't be in, in the movie yeah. Head. But conversely, the luckiest cutout you got is you were almost in Skidoo. Yes, and then you got we were cut. almost yeah. in Skidoo, yeah. in fact. We're uh, going to play the Arnold Stang part. That's mm -hmm. right. That's right. Who gets killed very early in the picture. Yeah. 
you know, and uh, he, he was very grateful for that, actually. He, he actually thanked Otto <laughs> Preminger, and, uh, and uh, Otto yelled at him and threw him off the set. But not then, being in it was probably then, a then good Otto thing. Then Otto went back yeah. to Chicago and directed Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. Bro, Going back Bro, to Berlin. Stilstrom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Kukla, no, that was Yul Brynner. Kukla, Stan, and Ollie. I remember that. Yeah. Has there been talk of doing a one of those biopics about you guys? Oh, that's and, and very who, coincidental oh, that you bring that up. Yeah. Because uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Sam Katzman, the producer. Yeah. He approached us about doing Our Life Story. Uh, the Biffle and Schuster story. And he said if we could get uh, Bing Crosby and Bob Hope to play it, he would do it. Right, right. But no, they were... I, I heard they wanted Rock Hudson and Paul Newman. Yes, well, we wanted Rock Hudson and Paul uh, Newman yeah. because we felt they, they embodied what we look and sound like. But so, so... Uh, unfortunately, it, it, uh, it fell through the cracks because we couldn't agree. They wanted to make it very dirty. They wanted to make it very sultry and sexy, and they wanted, you know, Carol Lindley to play uh, uh, your wife, yeah. you know, at the yeah. time. And Lord a composite knows. character. Yeah, a composite character, yeah. right. And uh, they wanted, for my wife, they wanted Jane Russell to come in. And, you know, we, we, we they, yeah. they, they, they were going to show a lot of skin and stuff like that, just to get, yeah. to get the, the kids in. I don't think know? Jane would have done it anyway. And so now we're talking to Donald O'Connor, because he was, uh, yeah, you we know, he's he Buster, was Buster Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was, uh, yeah. yeah. So and maybe so, he could play both of us. That's right. He yeah. was going to do a dual role. Yeah, like Haley Mills. <laughs> you know, like Haley Mills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. 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 My favorite that. cereal maker. <laughs> you could Mills. probably get Rosemarie to be in. Well, it. Rosemarie, she's she's uh, she's still she, she's still mad at Schuster for setting her on oh, fire. She'll be in it though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How was your experience on the set of Gunsmoke? Oh well, that was very interesting because yes. I didn't know Jim Arness was so tall. You know, I still have a crick in my neck yeah. from having a conversation with him because you can't look at him without looking up. Exactly, six you know? seven, six seven. Yeah, yeah. So I was very, very, and then the gun smoke made us very sick. Now, yeah. I was very lucky because I had just come back from my little vacation over in Europe. That's and right. I'd been looking at all these uh, uh, Caravaggios or whatever that guy is that would be or, all these or some ascension, paintings, ascension paintings on the ceiling. That's right. So, so you, I you was, were. I was, I was you were better that. at talking to right. Jim Arnest than I yeah. was. I, 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 under, I understand the Gunsmoke set. I mean, every actor who whoever did a Gunsmoke, they always talk about what a great set it was and what it was a, friendly, a great set. Very friendly experience, made with very nice, good nails, good nails, very yeah. solid. Paint, that's, why lasted, nice. that's why I lasted. That's why I lasted. But we, we got along best with Glenn Strange. We we've worked with Glenn Strange yes. in the past. Yeah. Yeah. he did a, a, a bunch of our PRC shorts back in the nineteen forties. Mm-hmm. Usually played the heavy. Yeah. But he played he was a such a great guy before he played one with. That's right. Before yeah. he did Abbott and Costello meet yeah. Frankenstein. Yeah. 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 He was also tall, as I recall. Oh, sure. oh yeah. Glenn was a very sure. tall guy. But we knew sure. that in advance. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we like Glenn. <laughs> That's right. So it was not a surprise to meet him face to face as it was with Jim Arnaz. Right. I want to say, when we're talking about the set, we're talking about the feeling around the actual set where we'd shoot. Not the actual, not the set. Not the physical over at set. Radford, oh, that thing with the, you know, okay. the phony uh, perspective. You mean like Amanda Blake? Yeah, Amanda season. Blake. And, and Milburn Stone. Yep. And Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. The second yeah. season was the best set of Gunsmoke because they shot it over at uh, Melody Ranch. Dennis Weaver. Dennis Weaver. Dennis Weaver. Was Dennis Weaver. He was, he was wasn't Chester. he the... the he was Chester. Chester. He was Chester. He had the limp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 In fact, I suggested yeah. the limp to him. Yeah. Well, that made all the difference. Absolutely. I made him a star. He, had a, he called me. Yeah. When, yeah. when he was testing for that part, he called me. He said, Benny, you are the man. You're the man that teaches. You're the man that shows us the way. How will I, I secure this role? I yeah, said, how, I said, how, how am I going to make people forget Parley Bears? Abs- ab- absolutely, who was yeah. the big radio guy. Exactly. And, and I said, limp, limp, limp. 
And he did. He got the role. Did he ever yeah. thank you? No. <laughs> no. I never heard from him again. <laughs> he limped so out of my life is what happened. So it sounds like you've made a lot of careers with your advice, both of you. Well, we're, we're, we're both yeah. very, very helpful. Yeah, right. We, we could be very helpful. Sure. You know? We told, we told uh, uh, what's your McCall? Uh, who was Debbie that? Reynolds? Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> we said, you know, Eddie Fisher is not for you. This man is going to leave you. Yeah. This man is going to leave you. Settle down with a nice guy who makes shoes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You Can't know, go wrong. It'd be your soulmate. <laughs> right? Well, here's a favor we're going to do for you, Benny and Sammy. We're going to tell people that if you haven't seen The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, get it. It's available on DVD through our friends at Kino Lorber. Greg, you... I have one more question. Okay. Oh, this is yeah, about sure. a very obscure... I'm going to have to re-edit this in post oh, now. Also, but I had one more. You just screwed up my mom. That was, that was the segue of the year. And I'm I was going to be nominated know, for a Rondo I was waiting award. for this one because, you know, as, okay, a, as a cartoon I'm fan... Give, I'm giving you a hard time. Thank you. Sorry. All right. All right. But but thank you for, for allowing me. <laughs> you think they me. were the team. <laughs> well, you know... <laughs> <laughs> now look it. Now, now, now. As a cartoon fan, you know, in the 60s, very few people remember this. And it's never come out on DVD. I don't even know who has the rights to it. But Saturday morning on ABC didn't even last a full season. Will the real Biffle and Schuster please sit down? Yeah, yeah, right. That was, yeah, right. What that was, was a Mark Goods and Bill Todman production in association with uh, Filmcraft. Yeah, Filmcraft. Yeah, and, and the and, 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 and the theme song was released as, as a forty-five. That's right. By That's Spot right. Records. And yes. In fact, they, one on one side was the vocal. On the other side was just the instrumental. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So you could sing along. It sold very well. It yeah. sold better than the cartoon itself. But we did our own voices. We supplied our own voices yes. for the cartoon. Yes. Unlike the, who's the voice the of Squiggy? David Lander, who provided the voice of Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That's and you right. guys had a rock and roll band at the end of every show. You of course. Didn't yeah. everybody? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And solved mysteries. That's right. I remember, I think it was post- Toasties or Alphabets, you had to get a specially marked box. You would have the Biffle and Schuster record on the back of the box. It was made of cardboard, but it, but it had the it You had could the actually play it. Yeah. And you, you could play, play it. it. Yeah. It was maybe twice. Like yeah. we just say in the end. <laughs> yeah. It's groovy, kids. And, um, yeah, we would tell them. Rain- we used words like groovy. Yeah. Rainbow we were Records very proud made of those. Yeah. Rainbow Records with no W at the end. Was That's the right. It was with that, an O. Yeah. 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 Rainbow, Rainbow, Rainbow Records. Records. And I think they're still in business. But That's wasn't, right. Wasn't there complaints from parents, though? Well, parent some groups? people were swallowing the records. Some yes. kids were swallowing right. the records. They choked on it. And actually, as they were choking, they sounded better than we did but on the record itself. you swallow the needle after you swallow the record. That's they, right. You know, That's right. Said- Clarify something. I heard around that time, you know, Soupy Sales, he did that thing where he, mm-hmm. he encouraged his you know, kids, go to your mom's purse and take out those green little pieces of That was of the paper. money thing. Yeah. 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 You didn't tell him to do that. That came from him and not you. No, you I'm would not, you would never you word. would never do that. I'm not saying a word. No, right. no, Soupy, Soupy. I think he came up with that on his own yeah. after speaking with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Santa Maria and Will Ryan are with us in character as we take a look at the television career of Biffle and Schuster throughout the 1960s and the remarkable impact the boys had on many iconic TV moments. Nick and Will, of course, are the stars of The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, a bona fide, authentic, and very, very funny DVD collection of 1930s comedy shorts about the greatest comedy team, Benny Biffle and Sammy Schuster that never actually existed. But The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster exists, and you can find it now on DVD through our friends at Kino Lorber. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Dee Wallace, also one of the stars who appear in 
Hollywood Museum Squares, the special five-episode virtual tribute to Hollywood Squares that is available for viewing on demand through StellarTickets.com. All proceeds from sales of Hollywood Museum Squares support the efforts of our friends at the Hollywood Museum. I don't remember you ever doing a game show before. <laughs> oh, yeah, in my earlier career I did. Don't ask me what they were. <laughs> I can't tell you now. Hi, this is Harry Shearer, and you are listening to TV Confidential, a radio show about television. Now, weren't you guys henchmen in a Batman uh, episode? Oh, that was that was very interesting because we thought we were going to be the main villains. Yeah. We thought we were going to be the special guest star villains. Yeah, but when we noticed that we didn't have any lines in the script, we thought we were going to ad lib everything. Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, then we got there, and uh, what was it, Bill Dozier? Yeah, Bill. Going back to you guys, you know, we we recognize who you are. You stand in the background, you know. And who was the villain that week? The plot. Who was it? The plots. <laughs> yeah, the plots. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, what's it was, his name? It was Jan Clark. It was Jan Murray. Oh, Jan Murray. That's right, Jan Murray. Jan Murray. Right, and we were in the background, and we did all this dirty work, you know. And, and, and you know, Francine playing... York was his lovely assistant. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yes. We just. And, yeah. 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 But you know, Jan Murray. Come on, we're, we're playing second fiddle to Jan Murray for crying out loud. Yeah, well, he's you William know? Morris, you know. No, please. The it was a pa- William Morris. Yeah, it it's was always William a package. Morris, yeah. You know, it's a pack to get Julie Newmar. You, you know. Yeah. Oh, Julie Newmar. Yeah. Oh. oh, let me just have a second. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. I just had to think back on her. Yeah. You know, there's a lot to think about. I saw her walking her poodle. Really? This is not a metaphor. The other day. Yeah. 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 Walking her poodle in public. Yes. Oh. Julie Newmar was a guest on the phone. Lee Merriweather was a guest in person. I sat as close to her as I am to you. Two cat women. As close to her as you might be in that picture. That's right. I was. I was. Lee's a big fan of ours. She was. Who isn't a big fan of ours? That's true. That's true. I mean, modesty forbids, but everybody (laughs) loves us. Modesty forbids doesn't like you? (laughs) Modesty (laughs) forbids. That's that British film. (laughs) Remember? I think it was was Anna Blackman. Yeah. She played it. Replace the Avengers. That's right. What is some of the strangest fan mail you ever got oh uh, do you remember that that shoe bomb we got yeah oh that? that's not yeah. nice somebody sent us a shoe bomb. oh that's not yeah nice. yeah yeah but we were very lucky we were very lucky about that because it looked suspicious because mm-hmm. it said bomb written on the back side of it it said live bomb <laughs> yeah so i suggested that we soak it in water okay but we didn't have any water but uh, schuster happened to have some gasoline that we used and uh, uh you you rebuilt your house, yes, didn't did. you? Yeah. After that, uh, that, uh, yeah, that thing. Yeah, it, it was time to do that anyway. Yeah. So you know yeah, what the heck? Okay. You know, yeah. insurance covered it. Sure. I think, right? Yeah. 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 So never soak anything that says "live bomb" in gasoline. No, do kids. Not. Do not. No. Do that, not. That's you kids at home. Do not. We do are that. trained professionals. Do not. You do. Don't do that at all. You home. know, we always tell the kiddies, don't do what we do in our film. Yeah. That's right. Like this, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Ow! <laughs> 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 yeah, don't do that at home, yeah. you know? Or this. Ah! Ooh. Oh, my. Especially. Yeah. Would you take off your hat for a second? Sure, I will. Look. Oh! Oh, oh, oh. Okay, put it back on now. Oh, my goodness. Don't my head that, looks kids. like Stonehenge. Look at this. My goodness. All right. Well, don't do that at home, kids. One, one, one more thing. I just unearthed this. Uh, you guys were the original writers for the feature film movie, the nude bomb that was the return of Maxwell Smart, but something happened. We wrote the first draft. Yes. It was for Leonard. He mm-hmm. wanted it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. 
I'm talking about Leonard Stern. Leonard Stern. Yeah. The, and, the, uh, the man behind gets That's money. right. That's yeah. right. I, I don't know. I think uh, we probably should have hand... And a lover not, not of Biffle and Schuster. Oh, he well, loved... Leonard, Leonard is one of our biggest fans. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's, uh, he makes that known. Yeah. <laughs> he's a nice guy, Leonard. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he... he, uh, he uh, Got the, this the, cute the... little daughter, Katie, mm-hmm. who would come around and pick up the script and... And then put it down again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, Leonard hired us to do the first draft of the nude bomb. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we we got fired because we would go to the studio to do it, and we would actually take off all our clothes (laughs) just to get inspiration for this uh, this script. And uh, the cleaning lady walked in. It it wasn't very pretty. Groucho told me that they did that, too. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. with Irving Dahlberg. There's nothing new under the sun that's That's right. That's right. And there's nothing sunny under the new. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no idea what I just said. Yeah. But anyway, we're here to plug something. Why don't you help us? The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, available wherever DVDs are sold through a forensic Kino Lorber. It's one of those 16 millimeter DVDs that you put in your DVD projector. That's right. And goes. Can you do that again? It plays. That's good. And it has the little flicky things on the far corners of the screen to show that it's really old. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. Oh, that's nice. They call her frivolous sal, a peculiar sort of a gal. With a heart that was mellow, an all-rounded fellow was my pal. Through trouble, sorrow, and care, she was always willing to share. Yes, she was a wild sort of devil, but dead on the level was my gal. Will Ryan passed away Friday, November 19th at the age of 72. Ed Robertson, Papa Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grice, and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Through trouble, sorrow, and care She was always willing to share Yes, she was a wild sort of devil But dead on the level was my gal My gal Sally My gal Sally No one else can take the place of my gal Sally Thank you, both of you Be part of our conversation If you like what you hear have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.